1: Good afternoon and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on League Cup Final Weekend All eyes will be on Hamden tomorrow to see if Celtic or Rangers will lift the season's first silverware And the latest set of bragging rights Before that though, a huge day at the bottom Stuart Kettlewell's in permanent charge of Motherwell at Kilmarnock There's another six-pointer between Ross County and Dundee United And a cracker in the battle for the top six As Aberdeen host Livingston I'm Gordon Duncan And joining me in the studio this afternoon, Gordon Yale. Mark Wilson and Hugh Evans.
2: all over the country people will be looking for something to take their mind off the big picture tomorrow the drama-rama at Hamden. well you could do worse than pay attention to the B-movie today what a double header we have at the Global Energy Stadium and at Rugby Park can Stuart Kettlewell make it three wins in a row as Motherwell manager if he does he's on some job in a week And Dundee United, the owner, Mark Ogren, says If they go down, it's no problem Because they'll come back up in a season Oh yeah? Well, there's some weekends,
3: Gordon, I miss playing more than others And this is certainly one of them I've been at both ends I've been in a relegation battle that Dundee United, Ross County, Motherwell and Kilmarnock are facing this afternoon And I've played in the cup final What a weekend of football we've got in store for us. Yeah,
4: I don't miss playing, I'm (laughs) delighted to watch uh, from afar Um, I look at the card this afternoon Terrific card Very important games And then the build up to the big one tomorrow
1: Yes, sit back and enjoy One thing that is guaranteed in an afternoon Or a weekend of Scottish football Is drama It is an absolute certainty As the guys have said Proper six-pointers I think we can use that cliche now uh, When you look at Kilmarnock, Motherwell And Ross County, Dundee, United, St Johnston, St Mirren Of course as well Aberdeen-Livy Lots to look forward to In the Premiership Down the divisions And I've got a sneaky suspicion That at some point Between now and 6 o'clock We will build up To the League Cup Final Between Rangers and Celtic Tomorrow Because we've done it all week Hugh Keevans Seven days down
2: What's another afternoon going to do? Well We're now getting to that point Where The fans are just Exhausted The nervous energy Has taken them to the brink and there's only one more sleep, except none of them will get a sleep tonight. They'll be too worried.
1: I mean, you two will be at Hamden tomorrow, as mm-hmm. said in the, the headlines there. Yes, it's silverware tomorrow, but it's bragging rights, it's markers, it's psychological statements, it's all that sort of thing. It is a Huge fixture coming up.
3: Yeah, and we don't usually get out of the studio, so I'm hugely looking forward to it. But you're right, Gordon. I mean, the first first trophy of the season, obviously Celtic got a huge lead in the in the league, but what will winning the first trophy do for both sides? And both have been in such a fantastic run. Michael Beale since he's come in. Winning games every week.
4: Ange Postecoglou, the same after the World Cup. Well, There's going to be disappointment
3: For one of them tomorrow
4: I don't know if the boys will agree But I feel this week and this game tomorrow Has got a little extra edge to it I don't know if it's the fact Of Beal coming in There have been One or two things We've seen the two managers Sitting next to each other In the press conference We've heard Sakala's comments That upset a few Celtic supporters But I just think The two teams Really getting out there both in form, yes attractive football You'd probably see Celtic better But it's not about attractive football It's about winning a cup and silverware And that happens tomorrow
2: Plenty
1: of time for that a bit later on We'll get all the guys involved in a preview as well But for now, these three o'clock fixtures are huge Four of them in the Premiership Four in the Championship And a good card in League 1 and 2 as well So let's get stuck right in the first of our Potential relegation six-pointers Kilmarnock against Motherwell uh, And Gabriel is there
5: Yes, thanks, Gordon. And as we have said, it's all about the battle of the bottom today. A huge game down here in Ayrshire. A classic six-pointer between two sides in the bottom four with just one place and three points separating the two teams. Kiddly's form has been so hit and miss of late. They've won three and lost four of their last seven. However, they have been so consistent here at Rugby Park All Campaign. They've only lost one game to a team outside of the Old Firm ...all year. Speaking to manager Derek McInnes this week... ...he said he wants his side to keep that record up... ...and build on it going forwards for the remainder of the year. He makes five changes from the 2-0 loss at Hibernian last weekend. Kyle Vassell misses out after his dubious red card was upheld. Stokes, Alston, Lyons and Jones all drop to the bench. In come Taylor, Power, Polworth, Robinson and Deutsch. So the team is as follows. Looks like a 4-4-2 formation. Sam Walker in goal. Lewis Mayo right back with Joe Wright and Ash Taylor in the centre of defence. Luke Chambers on the left-hand side. Alan Power and Liam Polworth will be in the middle of the park with Rory McKenzie and Dan Armstrong on the wings. And Scott Robinson will play just off Christian Deutsch. The substitutes are Hemming, Stokes, Alabiosu, Alston, Leons, McEnroy, Murray, Jones and Wales. What about the visitors? Motherwell. This is the first game under the official management of new boss Stuart Kettlewell. That was announced on Wednesday night. And what a turnaround it's been since he's been in charge. Two wins from two, dragging them from the foot of the table into ninth place. Another win here and the Steelmen would perhaps start to look up rather than down. And that is part of the ambition uh, with the Lanarkshire side. Kettlewell even mentioned European football in his press conference earlier this week. We'll have to wait and see about that one, though. He keeps the faith in the same 11 players that beat Hearts 2-0 last Sunday. It's a 3 5-2 formation again. Captain Liam Kelly is in goal. Uh, Paul McGinn, Callum Butcher and Dan Casey, the defence. Max Johnson will be right wing back with James Furlong on the opposite flank. Dean Cornelius and Sean Goss in the middle of the park with Blair Spittle just in front of them. John Obika partners Kevin Van Veen up top. Oxburgh, O'Donnell, Mugabe, Slattery, Crankshaw, Dunzaki, Aiton, McKinstry and Tierney are the substitutes. The referee here is Alan Muir and Andrew Dallas is on VAR.
1: Oh what a game in store Hugh Even So much at stake
2: Well the same Motherwell team Three games in a row And the Motherwell team Who have beaten Hearts And beaten St Mirren Teams above them In the league table I think Stuart Kettle Is more than Kettle? Stuart Kettlewell <laughs>
4: You're boiling
2: <laughs> I ran out of steam now <laughs> uh, Stuart Kettlewell Is more than A novelty bet I think this guy's got Sound management skills And he's shown that Already And I think you'll do three in a row today. I can't believe
1: we've just started a theme on the show, but I noticed, and I was going to bring this up later, but you've laid it on a plate for me. Have you noticed these billboards that are appearing around Glasgow? When I was driving to work today, apparently you can now buy your Celtic and or Rangers branded kettle and (laughs) toaster. Some company, I can't remember which one it is, is selling both um, (laughs) this weekend of all weekends. So there we go. I digress. Um, Gordon, you can totally look at this both ways. If you're talking about... Recent history The last couple of weeks Momentum Feel good factor You're taking Motherwell all day If you're looking at Kilmarnock 23 points on the board This season 21 of them At Rugby Park A remarkable difference Between home And away form So if you base it on location Mm. You're probably taking Kelly all day long
4: That's why I'm fearing for Motherwell this afternoon Uh, Gordon, they've had two terrific results New manager in Bit of stability, which is good for a club, moves the club forward. Look, if they got three points today, I think I think it'd be massive. You know, taking them out of that relegation battle. But you, you, you'd say that they're about Comanok's home home record. Derek McInnes experienced manager, mother will get in probably favourite. She would say with her the recent forum. I'm I'm expecting a home win this afternoon I'm I'm sorry I'm going against my Traitor team. Traitor Yeah I'm I'm only honest Hugh
3: Good thing for Motherwell and Motherwell fans I think they'll be happy that There have been no changes again Third time in a row I mean there's not too many times You could have said that this season Stuart Keltwell mm. seems to know What he wants at this side The players understand him
1: Same again for him this afternoon uh, Of course this won't be decided today anyway It's no. only one game But you're trying to avoid Hugh Keevan's People's worst fear That You put an interim manager He wins a couple of games You give him the job And then he stops winning games yeah. I mean Stevie Hamill got off to A better start um, As well He, You know Once he took the job permanently And then went downhill a bit But Stuart Kettlewell I'm sure
2: will be Desperate to keep that Positive run going I looked at the game Against Hearts Last Sunday And I thought to myself What a transformation In the space of Three yeah. hours worth of football And I thought about the Motherwell players you cheated the last guy because if you were capable of that last Sunday you were capable of it when Stevie Hamill was there so I think those Motherwell players maybe need to look in the mirror however in a very short space of time Stuart Kettlewell has transformed them and that's why I don't share Gordon's pessimism when it comes to Motherwell today I think they have the goods I think they mm-hmm. can go to command minus Kyle Vassell because of a ridiculous ordering off that was then made even more ridiculous by throwing out his appeal and I think Derek McInnes is up against it Going to look forward to that one for sure Kilmarnock taking on
1: Motherwell should be a cracker down there at the bottom Motherwell in ninth Kilmarnock in tenth separated by three points so clearly a huge incentive for both sides this afternoon what about that other relegation six pointer Roger Hanna Uh, is at the Global Energy Stadium for Ross County against Dundee United.
6: Yeah, a huge game for both teams this afternoon, Gordon. Interesting to hear Mark Wilson saying these are the kind of days he wishes he was pulling his boots back on. Well, let me tell you, the D-United have enough to worry about without Mark talking about a comeback. They are bottom of the table, 20 points from 25 games, County just one point in one place, better off having played a game more, neither side is in good form ahead of this drop zone, six pointer to quote Gabriel at the Global Energy Stadium today, United five straight defeats, only two goals scored, that's really up the heat on boss Liam Fox a protests against his sporting director Tony Asghar at the club's AGM in midweek owner Mark Ogren is back in Scotland, he's here in Dingwall today he has already offered votes of confidence for both Fox and Asghar this week but this is a huge game for Dundee United in terms of Premiership survival. Count just one win in 12. That's a run that's included seven defeats. Awura so Edwards is banned today after that ridiculous red card at St Mirren. If you thought Kyle Sales was ridiculous, go back and watch Awura Edwards challenging Trevor Carson and earned him the red card. The good news, of course, for Malky McKay is that Eamon Brophy is available again and starts after missing out against his parent club St Mirren last Saturday. Tight game here in October. 1-1 when Tony Watt, who's now replaced Brophy at St Mirren, cancelled out Ross Callaghan Open up But United did beat County 3-0 At Tannadice in December Edwards sent off That day as well A comedy on goal By Conor Randall Really everything That could go wrong For you, uh, County went wrong that day and if United fans and producer Callum Are needing any sort of boost for a big game like this It's United's record up here Gordon They're 8 without defeat in the league Up here in Dingle They haven't lost a league match here for 8 years When Andrew Davis scored a winning goal For County in the same season He lifted the league cup So that doesn't really bode well for the hosts It's an attacking lineup Malky's gone for though I'll just give you just how Ross laid law in goal He's gone back to a back 4 Conor Randall, Jack Baldwin, Alec Yakaviti, and George Harmon He's got Nohan Kenna and Victor Latoury in mid Field and then Guion Edwards, a first start since his lone move in January. And Jan Danda will support a front two of Jordan White and Eamon Brophy on the bench. Monroe, Chinchola, Watson, Callaghan, Sims, Murray, Smith, Stones, and Alec Samuel. The big, big team news for Dundee United 21 year old goalkeeper Jack Newman makes his first ever start for the club. Mark Birigiti, who was injured losing that ridiculous goal to Stevie May against St Johnson last week, is fit. But he's only starting in the bench today. Liam Fox going with the youngster. He's been out and loan at Peterhead, but he's five minutes coming on for Birregatey in the defeat to St. Johnson last week. Is only first team action of his Dundee United career. Fox, interestingly, has gone back to a back four, maybe to offer a little bit more protection to Newman. So it's Jack Newman in goal. The back four is Liam Smith, Ryan Edwards, Charlie McGrew, and Aziz Behich. Five across the middle. Jimmy McGrath. Craig Sibold, Arnold Jume, Dylan Levitt, and Kai Fotheringham and up top Stephen Fletcher on the bench Birigiti, McMahon and Graham Niskanen, Middleton and Sadat Freeman, Aina and McLeod Referee is Stephen McLean The VAR is David Dickinson
1: So is Birigiti struggling with bruised ego Roger Hanna after that
6: embarrassing mistake I thought he was going to be out for the long term here he is approximately 10 yards in front of me, Gordon. He is going through a full warm-up with Jack Newman and Craig Hitchliffe, the United goalkeeping coach. There doesn't really seem much wrong with the shoulder that forced him off last week. He's been hurling balls from a distance into Jack Newman. I think he was maybe off with embarrassment seven days ago. Certainly
1: looks like it. Well, those are your two big games at the bottom. Now, St. Johnstone are in eighth, but you look at their points tally. Um, and, and fancy them to be looking upwards, and it's the battle of the Saints at Mcdermott Park. Different priorities to the games we've just covered, Fraser Wishart.
7: It is Gordon, just listening intently at you guys talking, and rightly excited by the six pointers at the bottom of the table and the teams that are involved in that. And I think when you're looking down at the dugout, Stephen Robson, Callum Davis will be delighted that they're not even mentioned because quite often these two are in the bottom part of the table at this time of the season. But uh, we're just two thirds of the season gone, heading towards the split they're in the safety of mid-table and wins last week have put them right in the mix for the top six they've been there for most of the season but all of a sudden St Johnstone are making a push and I think both will be looking up rather than over their shoulder at teams below them just six points separate two teams so obviously if either win it'll be three or nine so it's an important game for both and probably more important for St Johnson I think if they're going to catch them, they can't really afford to lose today and their home form recently St Johnson not been great just three wins all season one of them was against St Mern here in September and the strange form recently lost four goals in their last two home games against Livy and against Celtic which can't happen but they've had two great away results at Motherwell and Dundee United against teams that were around them at that time. It's pulled them away from the bottom of the table. They've had a, an excellent season up front. I think a couple of strikers who've been in really good form. Nicky Clark's an excellent signing, leads the line well, and he's really combined well with Stevie May, who scored two goals last week. And we're seeing the old Stevie May with his pace and his work rate, and he's adding a few goals to it today. But for Mern, win last week against Ross County, reversed run a three defeats. But their away form has been pretty poor all season. Only two wins during the season so far, but I went today would we leave them just three points behind Hearts in third place but they've been hit by a lot of injuries, especially in attack, they let Eamon Brophy go on loan but then long term injuries after the the window closed to grieve and younger has left them really short, only Watt and Main as the strikers, but you add into Declan Gallagher, Keanu Bacchus, Scott Tanzer and long term Richard Tate, the squad is really, really stressed, not usually more than a goal either way in the games between the two, So you've got St. Johnson not great at home St. Myrne not great away I think it's going to be interesting to see how this one pans out. For the team news, just one change for St. Johnson. Andy Constantine was suspended last week. He comes in for Jason Brown who drops to the bench. They go The normal 3-4-1-2 formation. Remy Matthews in goals. Alex Mitchell, Liam Gordon and Andy Constantine at the back. Dre Wright, Dan Phillips, Cammy McPherson, Adam Montgomery. Across the midfield with Michael Halberg in that advanced role behind the two strikers, Stevie May and Nicky Clark. Just eight subs Fortson, Johnson, Ross Sinclair, James Brown, Tony Gallagher, David Witherspoon Graham Carey, Jamie Murphy, Theo Baer, and Zach Rudden. Forrest at Mirren, they go There's just one change. Declan Gallagher picked up that hamstring injury last week. Alex Gogic comes in to replace him. So they're normal 3 5 2, Trevor Carson in goals. Marcus Fraser Alex Gogich and Charles Dunn at the back in midfield Ryan Strain Greg Kilty Ryan Flynn Mark O'Hara and Thierry Small with the two strikers Tony Watt and Curtis Main and a really young bench for St Mirren today take out the two experienced defenders Shaughnessy and Taylor they've got a 16 year old a 17 year old an 18 year old a 19 year old and two 20 year olds so youth getting their chance here due to the injury problems the subs are Joe Shaughnessy Richard Taylor Lewis Jimison, Kieran Offord Fraser Taylor Luke Kenny Murray Campbell Aidan Gilmartin and Peter Urminski And the referee today at McDermott Park Is Craig Napier And the man in the van at VAR Is Grant Irvine Should be
1: another cracker Looking forward to these And again then Is this a a battle for the top 6 At 6 v seventh? Maybe you could spin it as a battle For Europe as well Because there's not much difference Aberdeen Livingston And David Friel has his eye on that one
8: Yeah Gordon I think it's definitely a battle For the top 6 And there was some positive news Overnight for Aberdeen The club announced that Dave Cormack Obviously news, news of his illness last week, he's now recovering after going through open heart surgery in America. Clearly a very serious operation, so we wish Dave wish all the best. I'm sure an Aberdeen win today would help the chairman feel a little bit better. This is a big game for Aberdeen, as you said. won today and they will leapfrog Livingston 96. It's been a season to forget. You know if Jim Goodwin has gone now, but I think securing a top six finish is pretty much all they have to play for. And they do still have a chance, but they need to start winning games starting with today. They lost at Celtic last weekend. They've just two wins in 13, but they will need to move on today. They still don't have a manager. There's still another chance for Barry Robson to impress as caretaker. Alan Burrows, I think, officially starts on Monday, so things in terms of managerial hunt will ramp um, ramp up after that. Sorry. But Barry does have a chance today. They don't have a great recent record against Livy. They've lost three of the last four, but did beat them 5-0 earlier in the season, albeit Jack Fitzwater, who makes his 100th Livy appearance today, was sent off that day. Barry Robson has made just two changes. Ryan Duncan and Ross McCrory are in for Matty Kennedy and Johnny Hayes. So it looks like a 4-3-3 formation. Jay Gorter in goals. Ross McCrory, Angus McDonald, Matty Pollock and Jack McKenzie at the back, with Leighton Clarkson, Yilber Ramadani, Graeme Shinney in midfield, and Ryan Duncan and Duke, either side of Bojan Majoski. Subs for Aberdeen Lewis Andy Mislovich Watkins Hayes Coulson Kennedy Babbage and Roberts as for Livy David Martindale Gordon will always love listening to him he's always got stories to tell and he had an eventful week this week he was down in London he was at the American Embassy and he was caught up in a bomb scare Davy's a man of many talents we all know that he does everything at Livy and I can just see him as that Gerard Butler type action hero <laughs> trying to defuse a bomb Turned out it was a false alarm, he emerged unscathed and he does lead his team up north today. Levy lost to Rangers trainer last weekend, but this is one of the biggest games of the season as we're saying. If they wanted top six ambitions. This could be a huge three points for them. They would move six points clear if they win today. Stefan Omionge suspended after his red card against Rangers last week. His place is taken by Bruce Anderson, who is back from injury to face his former club. That's a real boost for Livy. So, 4-3-3 formation as well. Shamal George in goals. Nicky Devlin, Jack Fitzwater, Ayo Obelai and James Penrice at the back. Midfield three of Stephen Kelly, Sean Kelly and Scott Pittman with Stephen Bradley and Joel Noobly. Either side of Bruce Anderson subs for Livy is Hamilton De Lucas Longridge Brandon Boys, Holt Bahambula Stenhouse and Andrew Shinney who if he does come onto the pitch today will be facing Graham for his brother for the third time in their careers and Graham's won the previous two so it could be some brotherly Bragging rights later on The referee is David Monroe And the VAR is Don Robertson
1: From miles down the road I can sense the desperation In David Freels voice That somebody in either team Makes a mistake So that he can get bomb scare Into his match report Hugh uh, Gevins the,
2: the best line in the story And David uh, uh, an old hack like myself Will appreciate it The best line is when the, the gentleman Came running towards David Martindale With a rifle Inside the American Embassy Saying get down Get down and Davey Martin, reply was You've seen too many films
1: <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, on that note uh, Let's take a breather Because that's you up to speed with the team news From the four Premiership fixtures this afternoon At this stage on a Saturday We get all the guys involved We take a good look at the week's biggest talking points Three guesses what that's going to be We'll do it next
0: Action as it happens And your reaction from five on the open line
1: Is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson Gordon D'Eller in the studio The top team are out and about Looking forward to a fantastic afternoon Of Premiership action At this stage on a Saturday We do tend to get everyone involved And take a look at the week's biggest talking points And Hugh, I don't think there's much mystery uh, As to what the biggest talking point on this show Has been every
2: single night Well, in terms of the pre-match build-up Things said by players This has been the Connoisseurs edition uh, with all sorts, the other mob, uh being a phrase used about Celtic, uh and the, the same man who used it, Fashion Sakala, said when you play against Celtic you want to hurt them. I don't I don't think he meant what people are taking out of that, but you have to be very careful in the run up to one of these games. However, on the positive side, since Ange Postacoglu and Michael Beale faced each other for Across the city Since the draw between the two of them at Ibrooks, Each has played nine games Each has won those nine games They both have incredible momentum The final I, One day And it will be tomorrow We will have to call it But it is incredibly close I think
1: it was something we acknowledged During the week Roger Hanna that Although these games have always got a big build-up Actually this one has been longer And therefore a bit more intense than the previous ones The New Year fixture comes No surprise At New Year It doesn't give you time for a proper build-up The previous one at the start of the season Came just a couple of days after the sides had played Respective Champions League games So again It didn't give time For this length of build-up It has been wall-to-wall There is silverware on the line And there has been so much said this week And so many questions asked and tomorrow we start finding out the answers
6: Yeah, and I think it's been amplified There hasn't been a final at Hamden Between them, Gordon, for over three years Since that notorious Christopher Julian Winner for Celtic in the League Cup final back then So that amplifies everything that goes on Around the game Hugh's right, too close to call The, the, the closest sample we've got Is that 2-2 game at Ibrox at New Year Celtic took the lead Rangers overturned the Celtic equalised at the end through Kyogo It wouldn't surprise me If it was as tight tomorrow Uh, it goes all the way into extra time and you wonder then the importance for Rangers of getting the likes of Tillman Lundström, Jack, Ruth, all of these players who have all been doubts through the week, some haven't trained some have only trained a little bit because the managers would need to look to their benches I think if it goes all the way and Celtic look to have a greater strength and depth if Rangers don't get those players back
1: Fraser Wisher it does seem like despite the fact these sides meet four, sometimes five sometimes even more times in a season you think the intensity of build up would die down at some point but it just doesn't I
7: know it's crazy and uh, I was part of a Rangers team that was involved in these games many many years ago and and not being a Rangers or a Celtic supporter as a kid you know you, you didn't really get it as much but when you played there my goodness, it's intense when, when you're playing in these, these games as well. So the players will know exactly what the, what's going on and the importance of the game. And I think these games are, are, are more important at this moment because the gap between Rangers and Celtic and the rest is, is so, so big. <clears throat> and it's growing. We you know I used to think that uh, going to Tynecastle or going to Petodre or going to, to some of the third park, you know, a difficult game, will the, the Old Firm drop points? They're not doing that. And in some cases, they're winning in these places very, very comfortably. So therefore, over the season... To stop your opponents and your other team winning a treble, or to win a cup, or win a league, then you're going to have to win, win the games against uh, the, the opposition in all term games. So that's why it's so so important, you know. For Michael Beale, he would just love to, to win his first piece of silverware, you know, and put a real marker down. Um, and, for, and for Celtic, you know, there's I still th- they win the league. I think I don't think any of us will think that uh, Rangers will catch them there. So this would be a second piece of silverware and two steps towards the treble almost mm-hmm. as, as well. So huge importance for me. It really depends on whether Rangers get those key players back in that midfield area because that's where Celtic control the game you know the likes of Moy and O'Reilly and Hattati Hattati and McGregor in particular have been absolutely outstanding all season Rangers have got to stop them getting on the ball and when they get the ball Rangers use it well and keep the ball no point giving it back to Celtic that's what happens when they play other teams as well so that that's a key key area and if these three players are, are, are not fit or not even 100% fit that's
1: a real problem for, for Michael Beale. Yeah, I mean, David. Feel the points total tells you that there's not been a lot between the sides recently. I think the bookmakers will have Celtic favourites or did last time I checked. Um, some people on the show this week saying well Celtic are winning more convincingly and therefore they are favourites. How do you see it going into tomorrow? Yeah, I think they
8: are favourites, Gordon. um, Look, it's two good teams, two teams in form. I think Celtic are just a bit more settled, probably more match winners, a more cohesive way of playing. I think Rangers' results under Michael Beal have been really good. There'll be some eye-catching performances, hearts away especially. At times, they've sort of had to grind it out a wee bit. Um, I think recent Weeks have probably been a bit more solid at the back. But yeah, I I think Celtic are entitled to be favourites. I think Celtic personally will just edge it. But there's no doubt this game could go either way. You know, Rangers are in good form, as I said... Um, Touching what Fraser said, I think Malik Tillman being fit will be huge for Rangers because he just seems to make something happen whenever he's on the pitch. Um, but I do think Celtic, in terms of their match winners, I think that's why they're favourites. And even off the bench, Gordon, for me this game tomorrow is a 16-man game for both teams. I think the bench will be so important tomorrow.
1: I mean, Roger Hannah, we all had good fun on Tuesday when we saw the most awkward press conference of all time with Ange Postacoglu and Michael Beale. Sitting next to each other What it did though Was rob us of the chance To find out Later in the week f- What the fitness update was So last we heard It was struggling Malik Tillman John Lundstrom Ryan Jack And unless anyone can tell us Any different today um, It's a bit unclear
6: Yeah very much unclear I don't think we'll know Until quarter to two tomorrow Two o'clock tomorrow When we see the team lines Um Michael Bean made it clear, we spoke to him after the game at Livy last Saturday, Gordon, and he made it clear, if he had to, he would happily go with the starting lineup that played at Livingston, at one 3-0 at Livingston, for me it's a big ask for the likes of Todd Cantwell to get his first experience of the Old fun game in a Hamden final, I think Rangers would go into it with a great degree more comfort if Malik Tillman was fit, he was really coming on to a game there just before he got that injury, and Raskin looks the type who who might embrace the occasion of a Hamden final, but in there alongside Glenn Kamara, I think Michael Beal would prefer maybe Raskin and Lundström for a game like that, maybe Raskin and Jack for a game like that, he would certainly want the options available to him, even if it was off the bench.
1: What's the issues, what are the the headaches or the selection dilemmas for Michael Beal, Gordon?
4: I, I think the boys make good points. I think um, you know he will have a, a strong start in 11 tomorrow, Gordon. But it might come down to those substitutions. Well, we know that Celtic usually they make three substitutions. They come on, they make a an impact, they score goals, they change games. Um, it's very positive. Um, so I, I I totally agree that it'd be nice for Michael Beale to have a real strong bench as well. I think this will be very close tomorrow I'll give you my prediction tomorrow But I think it'll be very close I think both sides have got match winners um, Both in good winning form um, Okay, Celtic probably playing a more attractive football But in cup finals, Mark will tell you We'll play in them That goes out the window It's all about getting your hands in that trophy Raskin, does he play? 100% 100% for me
1: Tillman obviously wi- wi- will play if fit
4: Yeah, I, I look at you. And know, then if wi- not, wi- what's the... I am. I think Tillman would be a big player for him because I think he's in good form. He gives him something different, scoring goals as well. If not, I would look at. You know, asking in there, I would look at someone like Jack. I, I, I'm a big fan of Jack. Um, I know he's went through his injury um, situation this year, but I think he brings a lot of good things to Rangers. You've got Lundstrom, a fan's favourite, but this season hasn't done it for me, to be honest with you. It'll be interesting to see who's going to play tomorrow. At. I think Sakala will definitely play. Kent will play in the left. Morellis through the middle. It's that midfield area where Fraser highlighted it, which is going to be so important.
1: What? Are Celtics considerations Mark Well, I think just one really um,
3: I, I think it's that midfield area where it's between Moy or O'Reilly Now, we took callers all through the week and I think the majority agreed that Moy was a man in form just now even though O'Reilly's came back into the side and he's, he's, he's playing decent stuff Moy has shown over a number of weeks that he can control and dictate the tempo of games and I'll go back to that game at Ibrox Moy sat on the bench as soon as he came on He showed that bit of composure And that's where Celtic Got real grip of the game again And got back into it So I think that'll be Ange Possacoglu's Only Consideration Because I think the rest of the team Picks itself You could look at the front line And in the wide areas He's got Loads of options But I think he'll stick with the ones that he he knows Maeda Jota And Keogla
2: through the middle It's incredible that In the same season Celtic have Taken Rangers apart at Celtic Park on the 3rd of September 4-0, going on anything you like and I think that Fashion Socala summed it up in his press conference during the week when he said that Rangers were easy to beat under Giovanni Van Bronckhurst you have to give Michael Beale credit because the transformation that Rangers have undergone since he became manager is nothing short of incredible and it was highlighted in the 2-2 draw at Ibrox Sloppy defending Cost him Towards the end And Kyogo The ultimate predator He got the goal that mattered Made it 2-2 But In a season which started With Rangers being Thumped 4-0 At Celtic Park We're now talking about The potential for mm. Rangers Winning the first cup And that is All All Down to Michael Beale. David Field says He thinks Celtic Are slight favourites It could go either
1: way But Celtic Potentially just to edge it for him. How do you see it panning out, Fraser?
7: I agree with, with David. I think Celtic will just edge it, but it's going to be mighty close. I think I might even go to extra time. But uh, f- for me, I said, all season when you get five subs now, you know substitutes, uh, I've got so much more importance." I mean, you look at Celtic's bench. You know the, the selection problems for Francis Cogler, who to leave out because he's got so many good forward players. And, and I think if they're not doing it. Then he can, he can look to the bench You know Haksabanovic and Forrest And these kind of people Are not playing and a bad Goals within them You know So I, I think Celtic Just have the edge But maybe not over 90 Maybe just an extra
1: time a mm, long afternoon For you two at Hamden Mark Wilson and, and Gordon DL like that. Um, What about you then Roger Hanna Prediction time And shows you're working
6: yeah, listen, I, I agree exactly with what the boys have said. We have predictions out in the newspaper through the week and I think I went 3-2 Celtic in extra time with the caveat that in these games anything can happen. The late great Alec Cameron, who Hugh knew very well back in the day, famously said, only a fool would predict the outcome of an old firm game. So it's 2-1 Celtic for me. <laughs> and uh, and that is, that's really the case. I mean, these games, they write their own scripts. What I will say is, I hope that the guys at Hamden tomorrow... And the guys back in the studio are talking about the football. This is the first ever Old Firm Cup final where VAR is in operation. We do not want a VAR controversy. We do not want a refereeing controversy. We want a good old-fashioned League Cup final. Rangers versus Celtic and the best team winning. I think
2: it's just as well, Roger, that there are so many players you know, from Asia, from Africa, uh, who don't... Truly get caught up in the madness of it all Because having watched my first Old Firm game 63 years ago I think the, the, the dislike that the fans have for each other Is greater now than it has ever been The tension in the air will be palpable tomorrow And it's as well that the players on the park have shown the ability to rise above it all and give us proper football matches. Well, I
1: must say, Roger Hanna is a fool because he's had the chance there to predict one team in the paper and just change his mind and predict (laughs) the other on here (laughs) and uh, cover his backside, (laughs) but he wouldn't do that. So that's that's everyone going, oh, well, I think Celtic butt the ledge and I think it will be close. Anyone wanting to... Go in here, or are you? Are you keeping us all guessing until tomorrow?
4: Well, I know who I'm definitely who I'm going for. Uh, it may surprise a few people. Well, so like
1: you three can have the benefit of waiting for the teams to come out tomorrow, I suppose, because yeah. that's important, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, very. Yeah,
4: I think. I think. Yeah. It is. I think. Uh, I think the boys make great points with the fact that uh, you know they're talking about it's that tight. It could go to extra time. These substitutions, the tactical moves—I think the managers could win the cup final tomorrow. You know, making a the right substitution at the right time, a right tactical move. I just think we're in for a terrific do you, afternoon. Do you think
2: that Michael Beale ever so slightly gets underneath Ange Postecoglou's skin?
4: Um, no, I don't think so. I don't. I don't have that opinion. I think Postecoglou is very uh, focused on his own. You know, his own job, his own team, everything. I just like the fact The two of them were sitting there And everybody's picked up In body language It's absolutely brilliant I'd stick Hugh And I said earlier um, As I was talking about it At the top of the show There's an extra edge To this game for me oh. tomorrow That's where excitement comes in
1: Hugh you've seen many Yep And don't answer this question With the League Cup trophy What is at stake tomorrow Specifically this one
2: I think if Celtic win It is a, a statement That okay You can change your manager But the show goes on here uh, It would be massive for Ange Postacoglu and the Celtic Fans and players I think if Michael Beal wins Then it's a tremendous Statement on his behalf uh, Because he'll say well uh, I wasn't here when you built up Your nine point lead and that's why you've got A nine point lead but I'm here now So I think the I always go on about Tangible signs of success Michael Beal is famous for talking his head off and he's good at it but until you've got something in the trophy cabinet it's only talk. So for him a cup final win would be massive and the Celtic fans would have a a seed of doubt placed in their minds and the Rangers fans would say this guy Is going to bring about a shift in power
1: Plenty more where that came from Throughout the afternoon of course On the open line later as well So stay tuned But we go back around the grounds Ahead of the 3 o'clock games Huge games in the Scottish Premiership And we'll go back around the grounds next
0: The team with the biggest support In Glasgow and the West This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Yes, League Cup final fever is sweeping parts of the country but you're going to have to wait that little bit longer because there's some fantastic fixtures in the Scottish Premiership this afternoon Kilmarnock against Motherwell at Rugby Park Let's recap those teams, Gabriel
5: Yes Gordon, as I said earlier Stuart Kettlewell uh, making no changes for the visitors two wins out of two since he came in and he sticks with his 3-5-2 formation it's Liam Kelly in goal, uh, a back three of Paul McGinn, Callum Butcher and Dan Casey Max Johnson is right wing back with James Furlong left wing back, Dean Cornelius and Sean Goss in the park, Blair Spittle playing in front of them, John Beaker partners Kevin Van Vien up top, Uh, Oxborough, O'Donnell Mugabe, Slattery, Crankshaw, Dunzaki Apeson, McKimstree and Tierney are the substitutes for the visitors. Uh, the hosts make five changes. Uh, Darren McInnes changing his hand since that tuna loss to Hibernian last weekend. Team is as follows. It's 4-4-2. Sam Walker in goal. Lewis Mayer right back. Luke Chalmers on the other hand. Uh, Joe Wright and Ash Taylor playing centre-half. Alan Power and Liam Polworth in midfield with Rory McKenzie and Dan Armstrong on the wings. Scott Robinson partners Christian Deutsch up top. Heming, Stokes, Alibiosu, Alston, Lyons, McEn- McEnroy, Murray, Jones and Wales are the substitutes for Killy.
1: Uh, let's hear from the management Then Looking ahead to that one Derek McInnes Not happy this week uh, at The Failure to overturn The red card shown to Kyle Vassell At Easter Road last week Here were his thoughts Ahead of the game well, It's good to get back to To home And hopefully back to Winning ways. I think
8: uh, Motherwell have clearly had A lift with The last couple of results I watched them last Wednesday against St Mirren Dot watched them on Sunday um, You know And They'd struggled to get register any real wins at home this season, and the fact they've managed to do that would be a huge lift for them. So, I think they come here buoyed by that and confident by that. Regardless of that, though, I think that it was always going to be a game that, it, that had a lot on it, particularly at this stage of the season. So, for us, we just need to go and try and approach the way we've, we've done with the majority of the home games with that real confidence and belief that we can go and get the result, regardless of who turning up here.
1: And one of the other stories of this week Yes it's been mainly dominated by League Cup final build up But a managerial change There was talk of Ian Holloway and Jack Ross and Grant McCann Stuart Kettlewell took two games Won them both Got given the job And not only uh, for the remainder of this season But till the end of next season as well Here's what he had to say Ahead of his first game in permanent charge it's a massive game, Kilmarnock are sitting there, we played them in a reserve game on Tuesday, I briefly seen uh, Derek at the game, he'd come up to watch uh, uh, his, his reserve side, and we, we both know, there wasn't a, a, a long conversation or anything like that at all, but we both know for our respective clubs how important it is and um, the impact that it can have moving forward, so no getting away from it, no secrets in that whatsoever, I think it's just about who... Acts correctly and who acts accordingly in the big moments in the game Will be the definition of, uh, or, or or will be the deciding factor I should say in, in who comes out on top But there's going to be quite a few of them between now and the end of the season as well Aberdeen, Livy, David feel right on that cusp These are the types of fixtures that can almost determine if you've had a good or a bad season Because again, look, Livy have been, you would consider Livy to have had a good season No doubt about it, and yes, budget wise, maybe their priority uh, would be just to stay in the division But if they were to fall out of the top 6 From a position of strength Then you know there would be a lot more Negativity around the place I'm sure
8: Negativity, look David Martindale always talks about budgets And how much Livingston punch above their weight Gordon, but I was at a game against Motherwell last season when Ricky Lamy Scored in the 94th minute or something To deny Levy top 6 and I could see the devastation <clears throat> On Davy's face that day And he doesn't want to let like this slip we speak about how bad Aberdeen have been this season, but as I said, you know they could go above Livingston 96 today, so this, this is a make-or-break game for Levy and Aberdeen potentially. You know, if Barry Robson also has any intention or ambition of being an Aberdeen manager, these are games he needs to win as well. But yeah, you're spot on about Levy. You know, they have had a good season, but you need something tangible at the end to show for it. And if they've lost out in the top six again after last season, it'd be a real bitter pill to swallow.
1: Uh, yeah, looking forward to that one. Let's hear from Barry Robson
4: for me, uh, David Martindale's done a terrific job. I don't think he gets the credit he deserves. I really do, I think. His teams are always arg- um, organised, I think, they fight for him. I think they fight for the club. I think they work hard. They're better on the ball and people give them credit for. I think David tries to play some decent football. So, difficult opponent to come up against. But it's a game where if we're right at home and we can bring everyone to the table, we've got a chance. We've got a chance, and we need to try and start winning games.
1: The big six-pointer in the Highlands, Ross County, Dundee, United. Am I right in understanding Roger Hanapur, Mark Birigiti has been getting it tight off some of his own fans in the warm-up?
6: Yeah, quite amazing scenes Gordon You know these practice goal nets they have They allow the goalkeepers and the coaches to warm up with So they're not messing up the precious Six yard boxes before games Well, United were warming up, I think I said earlier Only 10-15 yards in front of us here At the Global Energy Stadium And among the first United fans came in Was a young gentleman who Shouted and shouted and shouted Until he caught Mark Birigiti's attention and then told the Australian goalkeeper precisely what he thought of him Um, they they continue to warm up and the stick continued to come in the direction of poor Mr Berigetti to the extent that Craig Hinchliffe, the United goalkeeping coach simply moved Birigiti and Jack Newman elsewhere to continue their warm up so it shows that uh, tensions among the travelling support and there are about a thousand of them expected here in Dingwall this afternoon, a big travelling support to back Dundee United at a stadium where they traditionally do very well tensions are running high that's not great,
3: Mark Wilson. Oh, no, I've been on the receiving end of that from the Dundee United fans. No, not nice to hear. But he has to take ownership of what he, he done. United won today. Oh, I'll be forgotten about.
1: Uh, Liam Fox has been speaking ahead of this one as well. Six-pointer, as we keep saying. It's a big game. It's a game that we would very, very much love to win. Um, it's a game that we'll be doing absolutely
8: everything we possibly can to win. We know how big a game is. There is a lot of stake. But... See as a player and as a, as a manager and staff they, These are the games that you want to play And you want to play in games that mean things That are important um, And this is definitely one of these games So it's about us to manage that To put on the performance And if we do that, again, I'll repeat myself But if we, if we put the performance on, we give ourselves a much better chance Of, of taking the three points Every game
1: in, in, in this league is, is different No two games are ever the same So we'll need to make sure that we're ready For whatever type of game it's going to be To come out on top uh, and the battle of the Saints, Fraser Wisher again. The, look, the, the much maligned split. It clearly has its faults, no doubt about it. But it does sharpen the minds on fixtures like this and, and what it can mean uh, between now and the end of the season.
7: Yeah, when we were sitting at twenty six games, gone on only seven games before the split. And uh, if you are in that top six, obviously it means you can't be relegated for a start, no matter how. How that goes, but also you know the minimum amount of money you're going to get as a club. So, St. Myrna and Johnston are both finished in the top six, they know the minimum prize money, so they can actually start planning for the following season and start to, to attract players. Uh, and, and I think also, you know, nowadays, because there's five out of the six uh, qualified for Europe as well, there's a great chance for European place. So, so, both these clubs really have a, a big, big incentive. I think, particularly. St. Myrne, when they've uh, had, had you know a number of poor years and they've really kind of struggle towards the bottom end of the table for most of their time recently in the, in the Premiership they're now sitting thirty six points. I went today takes some above Hibbs who don't play today and only three points behind Hearts in, in, in their place it's remarkable. But uh, you're looking at both the teams. You know twelve home games for St. Johnston and they've only picked up eleven points. You know twelve away games for St. Myrne, and they've only picked up eight points. So how does this one fare out? Because St. Johnston are not great at home. St. Myrne not great great away. So uh, I, I think what will win out in the end will be we talked, spoke earlier about the options that Celtic have on the bench I think St Johnson will win the game purely because they have more options of them have, have a lot of kids coming in and they might hopefully just comes on and plays really well because you like to see kids doing well but uh, Shaughnessy and Taylor, two centre-halves of experienced players they're not going to come on and win a game for you whereas St Johnson have David Willispoon, Graham Carey, Jimmy Murphy, Zach Rudden Teal Bear, five options if the game's going against them so for me I think it's going to be a good game I actually do think there may be one or two two goals. Usually these games are 0-0, 1-0. I think we'll see maybe 2-1 St Johnston at the end of the 90 minutes.
1: Let's hear from the managers in that one then. Callum
4: Davidson, then Stephen Robinson. So they're on a really good team. Uh, i watched them a lot this season. They play probably the majority of the games without possession. Uh, but what they do is they work extremely hard. Uh, they're very organised. Threaten both boxes. So that's why they are where they are. You know, uh, I think Stephen's done a fantastic job there we need to make sure we win that sort of contest we've got to make sure we're up for it they've had a good result uh, last week as well so they'll be on a high so it's going to be a really tough game you know and I think uh, probably both play similar styles and uh, hopefully we can uh, come out on top
2: I think you know we worry about
1: where we finish you know at the, the end of the season or towards the end of the split I think try and gain as many points as we possibly can is always been our aim don't look too many games in front of yourself deal with, with what's in front of us you know, St Johnson had a very good result away. way at Dundee United last week. Um, you know, I think Callum's an excellent manager. They're very organised, very well coached. And they've got a talented squad, you know, a big squad and a talented squad. And we have to have the same application, the same quality as we had last week and take that away from home. And that is that The scene is set then We've got four fantastic games In the Scottish Premiership Championship League 1 and League 2 Exciting stuff as well And the build up continues To a certain cup final That takes place tomorrow The 3 o'clock games are next
0: The team with the biggest support In Glasgow and the West This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Three o'clock games getting underway around the country. Four featured matches in the Premiership for you this afternoon. But of course, we keep an eye on everything else that's happening up and down the country. Anything else you need to know from further afield? Plenty of nonsense from these three. Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson and Gordon Dale in the studio, followed by the open line. Where else would you rather be on a Saturday afternoon, Hugh Evans? Four games
2: then in the Premiership. What's the ACA looking like? I'm going to suggest that the Davy Martindale will be in his second security scare of the week and will not survive against Aberdeen. It's a home win at Petodrey. Motherwell to win three in a row under Stuart mm. Kettlewell at Kilmarnock. I think the situation at Dundee United with the, the sub-goalkeeper being berated by his own fans sums up the state the club's in at all level of operations within Tady's Things are not going well And it will continue today Because Ross County will beat Dundee United And the Perth Saints will beat the Paisley Saints I'm going to go for two draws And two home wins in those
3: fixtures The draws coming up Pataudre And St Johnson versus St Mirren
4: And I'm going the home wins Kelly to beat Motherwell Ross County to beat Dundee United Uh, Aberdeen Livingston draw Kelly home win Ross County Dundee United draw St Johnson home win
0: Clyde One Super Scoreboard Goal Flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements Trade accounts available
1: now Call them today Let's do it then, the 3 o'clock games are underway any early action should be with us very soon indeed nothing to tell you about at the moment but sit back, enjoy the afternoon's drama we'll preview tomorrow we'll have some teasers for you very soon as well and you never know he always learned to expect the unexpected in here on a saturday afternoon that is an absolute certainty but hopefully uh, some early goals to get us up and running roger hanna makes a good point he's watching the game at tannadice he says that dundee united are wearing that daft green third kit they won't sell many of those <laughs> awful he says <laughs> and the reason being that's what we bought producer callum as his goodbye gift not cheap, from Super not cheap at oh. all those I,
4: I, I couldn't believe the amount of money He had to throw in Incredible
1: Absolutely incredible <laughs> What a leaving
4: gift of. Yeah nice. I got a pair of socks When it was my sixth From him And I'm throwing money To it left right and centre No and thanks No thanks whatsoever I just I knew
1: this would happen though Because we, he left last week And we've given him The big send off And He's back We've advertised the job And all that sort of stuff But he's back oh, For I some can. sort of like Testimonial this weekend or Yeah Today and he's tomorrow He's with us tomorrow And it's his leaving night tonight Who pl- Who In their right mind Or any other mind For that matter Plans a leaving night The night before I know. You three are needed tomorrow
3: I can't make it I'm simply not going I'm professional My head's on the game I mean, Tomorrow You're
1: going to be at Hamden tomorrow You're going to be in here you're going to be a, behaving yourself
2: I've passed a few fitness tests on match day before
4: Don't worry about that <laughs> I'm in the vehicle tonight So oh, I'm, I'm fine yeah. right,
2: Okay, that's
1: fine we'll see, we'll see how it goes on A nice friendly start though At, at Dundee United Saway fan singing If you hate Tony Ashgar Clap your hands uh, So they've gone up there To let their feelings known About I,
2: various things By the sounds of it Hugh I, I've got a, a former Dundee United player Standing beside me I've got a Dundee United supporting producer In the booth behind me and I have to say I have very serious concerns for Dundee United. They are failing at every level. The owner to come over from America and say it doesn't matter if we get relegated, we'll come up in a season. What a ridiculous statement to make when you've got almost a third of the season to go and the fans expect you to be fighting for survival like there's no tomorrow. Tony ashgar had a very bad January transfer window Nothing about it made any sense They let Tony walk go Your best hope of a goal You let him walk out the building The manager Was assistant to Jack Ross Failed Assistant Then To the, His successor And failed uh, so He is the successor Pardon me? He was the successor Well he's failing <laughs> uh, <laughs> Good <laughs> argument I like that response yeah, he's, here He's uh, yeah. he, you know, I thought they would have jumped last weekend and changed the manager. I really have fears for them as a club because the last time they went out of the division, it took them four seasons to get back up. So, for the owner to say, "We'll come back up this season," how do you know?
3: If, if you're a fan and you hear the owner coming out and say, you know and reading some of those points, and the point about there will be no change to Tony Ashgar or Liam Fox he's quite happy with everything apart from the position of the club. I mean, what hope have you got? Now, if Liam Fox goes here and loses today and he loses next week, mm. if you're a Dundee United fan and you're thinking, well, the owner's saying there's not going to be a change, what have you got to be optimistic about?
1: Well, listen, Tony Ashkar doesn't need to feel that down about things because there's always someone more uh, unpopular venue in football. And speaking of which, Douglas Ross is having technical issues on the sidelines oh at Rugby Park, apparently. So they're just getting his walkie talkie sorted out and uh, He's a busy man will be, yeah. we'll be good You know to go. you
3: see him on the news all week You know giving
1: mm. speeches in parliament And then he's running the line Surely he would want a day off Do you, you think this show is the forum for this type of discussion <laughs> no, no let's no, move on, on. Just, just out of curiosity <laughs> Gordon's never even heard of him I know. So let's move on Before someone says something they regret We are clearly back up and running there though Because Danny Armstrong has just fired wide from 30 yards Duke was through Down the left For Aberdeen Hit the side netting But then the obligatory Late flag went up Anyway So a um, bit of action Early on But no goal mouth Scares yet To tell you about So we'll have a look In fact nothing Down the divisions at all And speaking of Down the divisions I always love the championship Anyway mm. Because it's, it tends to Provide great drama But particularly today You look at Partick Thistle All the uncertainty there Going away to bottom Of the table Arbroath Still never an easy place um, To go Queen's Park Top of the table Hamilton bottom until recently But Hamilton are flying all of a sudden And the Ackies welcome Queen's Park Dundee and Inverness Would be two of the teams That would be looking up the way and morton cove what more do you need to know other than this was the week that the morton manager dougie emery played beat the pundit on Clyde 1 super scoreboard but we'll get back to that in a minute because we've got a huge goal in the highlands but who has it gone to
0: goal flashes with clyde built home
1: improvements Oh ross county 1 dundee united nil And a goalkeeping calamity Oh Oh, no From Jack Newman Who's replaced Biragite Following his calamity last year Newman came out Edwards and Mulgrew Went back the way Calamitous all round No one dealt with it And Eamon Brophy scored on the angle To make it 1-0 early on And those Dundee United fans That were berating the goalkeeper Berating the sporting director Well I dread to think How they're feeling now Well, Well
3: Newman last week If you remember when he came in it sounded similar. He rushed out for a ball. He, he miscleared it, and he should have been punished on that occasion. He was only on for a couple of minutes. Another one today. Everything going against United. But on the flip side, the positives. Ross County. We said, if you sign goal scorers, mm-hmm. you have every chance of getting out of the mess they're in. And there you go, Brophy.
1: I'm sorry. I, I, you know, one of my favourite pastimes on here is to. Look at the way that club Twitter accounts describe things. Yeah, you know, in their own biased fashion. Look, technically, this can be true, right? But Dundee United's version is goal for County. Brophy opens the scoring against the run of play. Couple minutes in, who's right now? <writing> David Field <laughs> on play.
2: Um, anyway, there are technically, s- it can be right. But there are six words that come to mind about this development. Going down, going down, going down. Uh Nothing. Is working for Dundee United On any level And the decision to put Jack Newman in For his first ever start I don't care how much of a calamity Birigiti had last week He's a professional footballer Sometimes you just have to Get on with it Uh, You know John McLaughlin lost four Mm. goals To Celtic in September And played in the Champions League The the very next game So It's a managerial mistake To put Newman in And it hasn't Mm. Taking long for the mistake to be shown I've just remembered it I came up with a, what I thought was a brilliant idea But
1: you might tell me otherwise And I forgot to execute it So as we mentioned earlier We were collecting some gifts for producer Callum Leaving We got him Dundee United shirt and some socks and key rings And various mm. bits and pieces And I said to my wife last night I've got some money left over I know what I'm going to do I'm going to take myself to the local bookies Please gamble responsibly and I'm going to put money on Dundee United right being relegated. And I'll stick it in his card. And that way, if it happens, <laughs> he'll at least get some money. He's never going to bet on his own team going down. But if it happens, he'll go, Oh, that's really annoying. But there we are, I can cash in this bet. That's I forgot, a great uh, idea. I forgot. <laughs> you ah. it, you probably wouldn't have got odds on it. Bookies have probably stopped taking bets <laughs> on that. Yeah, the odds were looking better before uh, that goal <laughs> went in. Yeah, so what a good there? idea,
4: Gordon. I like that. I was thinking... It can't be box. that good
1: when I didn't execute it. Um, Anyway... Brophy's now hit the post Apparently Jack Newman looks as uncomfortable As Gordon D'Ell at a wedding fair Roger Hanna says (laughs) Um, Good bit of Kelly pressure Early on Scott Robinson breaks through Just couldn't quite find that Cutback as he went through there as well So before we get any more drama Hugh early on let's do this
0: The first half teaser With the scottishsun.co.uk Slash football For the best football news and opinion online
2: You've got to go for a Celtic and Rangers question this weekend of all weekends and it is name the last three players from both Celtic and Rangers to score on their league debut that's six players in total the last three to score for Celtic on their league debut and the last three to score for Rangers on their league debut i um. Looking at those answers And
1: a couple of them are very, very sneaky Yeah, Not sneaky, just difficult Just ones that you may have forgotten about For one reason or another So you're going to need to be bang at it to get them right So get your answers in At Clyde SSB, we need six names So we need the last three players to score On their league debut for Celtic And the last three to score On their league debut for Rangers Particularly... The Rangers one I would say There's a really really t- tricky one in there um, And a fairly tricky one in the Celtic list as well So Absolutely correct But fairly tricky yes. yes so let's let's see how we get on there So six answers at Clyde SSB And we'll see how it goes Gordon Dale was so chuffed with himself He'd written one down and he was pointing at it That is wrong <laughs> Don't write that That's right That one yeah. That's the one you want there. That was the one I was thinking well, of. That guy did do, I think, was score in his second and third games. Yeah. And they were very significant goals. Yeah, I, no, I
4: missed the first. You g- missed his
1: debut, did you? No. Somebody uh, scored on his debut, though. First goal. Also their
4: debut. Is that the first goal in Scotland? Yeah.
1: So, no, it can't be. Sorry, we've already had one in, in the top flight. But yeah. Airdrie won, Falkirk nil. Big game that uh, in League One. And it's Callum Gallagher, man of many goals for Airdrie. He's opened the scoring inside 10 minutes and you know I always like to like I'll never give you all the results or scorers from England but I'll always mention if it's like a Scottish player or or someone who used to play up here but I'm really stretching it here because you might have forgotten about this guy Liam Palmer yeah international right back you're looking at me confused yeah Yeah. you've forgotten about his existence he he thought
4: you were going to mention Darrell Dyke (laughs)
1: um Liam Palmer has scored for Sheffield Wednesday for anyone that Cares No offence To the Palmer family Who did he play for up here If they're listening He didn't
4: We didn't play with Scotland no. right back oh, Yeah.
2: He
3: had one good assist Was it for London Dice oh, lovely He played a great across the pass, the face, pass wasn't yeah. He, yeah, That was an away enough. game against oh, oh. <laughs> Can I remember Anyway That's good info for you Good yeah. story
1: Czech Republic or something No.
3: Yeah Great shout It was, so? was a team Czech Republic Didn't have a team Was it now Cause of Covid Yeah
1: and they still bothered us for a bit <laughs> but we won, uh, the, game bit won the game We won the game Aye Good shout Good memories uh, Right so we do have a, an opener In the Premiership It's for Ross County Producer Callum He's so torn He's had his wee night out haircut He's all looking forward To going out tonight mm. And uh, his team's ruining his day yeah. why, why, why are you pulling that face You have uh, objectively had Your night out haircut Well it's for his new job He should have dyed uh, it Because really? it's looking a bit grey it? It's oh, yeah. getting a
4: bit grey yeah, By the way I noticed that as well I've got to give him a few tips I'll tell you what I
1: can't speak I'm in, I'm in that boat as well He'll
4: right. have a worse time When he walks in You morning.
1: however Certainly can't speak
4: I, I'll, I'll give him all the tips fact, You know what's I've funny You're left Just you for See
1: when you look guy, yeah,
3: Back at the old photos and I've got I some in my of you. my hair That <laughs> uh, <once>. uh, <laughs> sometimes pop up Never <laughs> died it once Let me tell <laughs> it you It's hilarious When <laughs> you see <laughs> the, Your hair colour
4: I was uh, I was contracted But I tell you why. I'll have a worse night When he walks in and There's about three He's leaving there <laughs> <laughs> Well, me, you and you <laughs> And we're only staying for five minutes uh, Big goal
1: in the championship Dundee one in Inverness 0 Zach Robinson with a 13th minute penalty Stranraer won his 5-0 Matthew Grant opening the scoring there uh, As well We've got another goal to tell you about Just Here's to, what to do Take a look at producer Callum's face oh for me And I'll tell you which way this one's gone
0: Goal Flashes With Clyde Built Home Improvements
1: not looking good, Ross County 2 oh. Dundee United 0 Jan Danda Great move um, Brophy to White To Danda Who has been very good You'd have to say For yep. Ross County Despite the fact That they're down there um,
2: United All over the place But that's Humiliation in the making And the 1,000 Dundee United fans Who have gone to Dingwall Well If they were abusive Towards a player On their own team Before the game started I can't imagine What it would be like At time up But It's all consistent with bad decision making. They've appointed the wrong manager. They should have done something about it last weekend with a third of the season to go to see if they can fashion their survival. And then the owner stands up in front Mm. of the AGM and tells them it's okay if they get relegated. I'm a bit old-fashioned. I still don't really like these discussions being so easy
1: to come by where you just... You know, talk about someone losing their job, but it is—I guess—it's unavoidable in modern-day football. Would would they still do that? Would, I mean, would, would well, today, for instance? Uh, well, is I, Liam Fox—is or, or are they just sticking with their man now?
4: I think I think that the um, both Tony Ashgar and Liam Fox are trying to cover each other's back because the two of them are under immense pressure. The fans want both of them out. Um, we know that's not going to happen. Um, so. I, I'm with you I, I, Listen Being in management You hate to see Anybody lose their job In football They've got bills To pay like everyone else But It's supposed to be A results driven business They're down bottom of league They look like They've got to get relegated They go to Ross County Who's just above them today And within 15 minutes They're two behind mm. So Look Mother will pull the plug On one of the the, the the greatest players That they had In the sense of A servant to the club and they had to make a, a, not a bad decision, a brave decision, Mm -hmm. because the fans loved them, everybody loved them, and all of a sudden, back-to-back wins, and they may just get their sell out of it, Dundee United cannot just go week-to-week losing games, because it's just a matter of Mm. when they get in. I'm
1: worried about more than anything, though, as serious as that may be. You remember like when Scotland wore that, Maroon burgundy strip And lost in Georgia And it became like linked with it No one ever wore it He's never going to wear this Mint Dundee United strip That we bought him
2: It's the strip that gets them relegated He'll do it out of sentimentality That'll be next
1: to your Breaking tracksuit In the British Art Foundation shop On Byers Roads In a matter of weeks I get
2: the impression Dundee United Aren't changing their manager Because they can't afford to That's the state They've got themselves into Their financial position Is not the brightest either the owner has been speaking about the scale of his investment and you know he, he realizes he's not making good money they're not making any money we pumped 60 quid into that club shop during the week you must yeah, be
3: joking. I, I, like I, I i don't think that's true about affording to sack the manager you I, I mean you look at william fox's contract and
1: and what would he... hold on one of these
0: goal flashes with Clyde built home improvements
1: Kilmarnock, it's the home record, everyone knew it before the game, and Scott Robinson, who's been lively early on, turns it in, initial header from a corner saved, bounces about, and Robinson turns it in a deserved goal for Kilmarnock, they lead Motherwell by a goal to nil. Motherwell
4: worried me today, uh, look, let's not get carried away, there's a long, a lot of football stuff we played in both games, you can't see... Dundee it really coming back, because I don't think they've got the character. Mother will certainly have in the last two week, uh, two games, St Martin and uh, Hearts, which were difficult games for them. But I just think that you get that initial, and I heard it with the fans coming on here, talking about, yes, he changed the formation, it was a different Motherwell. I heard that with Stevie Hamill. I heard that with Graham Alexander. Three weeks, four weeks down the line, all of a sudden... Everything goes to pot Now I'm not saying that with Stuart Kettleworth. He's in today, uh, this week talking about Europe I, I would have just reined it in a little bit And said right okay Great, delighted to have the job Let's go and get a result at a difficult rugby park And so far mm. it's went against him
1: Well no one really does go and get a result at rugby park yeah. Apart from Celtic and Rangers What's the, One other defeat there in the league this season um, So that's just the way it tends to be if Kelly stay up, it'll yeah. be because of their home form Of course uh,
3: And Derek McInnes with five changes I think he made today Vassell, the top man, out as well So if I was Stuart Keltwell, I would have looked at that and thought Yeah, we've got a real chance, we've been playing well But the home form, Kelly's been tremendous Look, plenty of time to go I think mm. Stuart Keltwell will be delighted with a draw getting out of there mm. today
4: And I think Mother have get players in the team that can obviously score uh, they've got a bit of confidence, but they can't afford to lose on no. our, the second one. The problem is when in. they
3: go high, when Motherwell go
1: behind this season, how many times have we seen that? They collapse. <laughs> quickly collapse, yeah. And what, um, if it, like, it's a bit early to do as it stands, but if it was to stay this way, you would look at Kilmarnock joining Motherwell on 26 points. You would have Ross County moving up to 24 uh, and United staying there down on, on, on 20. So it would be extremely tight then in the the playoff spot if you like and, and not a good afternoon for Dundee United who are 2-0 down but plenty uh, of time Kelly one up Dundee United two down to Ross County the teaser is up and running Chris has tweeted to ask if Stefan Givarsh is too far back for the he, teaser He oh, is too, far back, too yes. far back
2: they're all fairly recent you know reminders of the question Hugh let's do the wrong uh, the wrong answers if we can well, name the last three players From both Celtic and Rangers To score on their league debut Six players in total Three for Celtic Three for Rangers They all scored on their league debut Extremely tough, you know Extremely tough
1: uh, I mean, James Milne has thrown Three perfectly calculated answers in for Celtic Hitati, Eduard, Kyogo. No And it's none of them Lots and lots and lots of people Are saying Rail Hatati. That's the most common wrong answer But was his debut Was it the Hibs game Hibs game game at home yeah And then Was it Hart straight after that or was Hart soon, And then obviously Rangers Rangers, Round about that time So he didn't score in his debut He did get man of the match though Here's another name Hugh Which was uh, He did score in his debut I think But he's not one of the last three He's probably about fourth or fifth on the list So not far Shane Duffy
2: Mm, Yeah Ross County that Too old? far back.
1: No? That was Jamie uh, Dillon's guess. Gordon and various others. Aidan Summers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. All going for Malik Tillman. No. Not on his league debut. No, I guess not. Would uh, he have played against Livy in the opening day of the season?
4: I'm not very good today.
1: Can't remember. Um, he's not on my list anyway. That's all you need to know.
4: Hmm.
1: Okay, keep your guesses coming in at, at Clyde SSB. Has anyone got them all right yet? Mm, that tells you that it's a very difficult, difficult question then. Very go, difficult.
2: Go back to your point.
1: I'll give you some clues though. The very difficult Rangers one that you're looking for was at the tail end of last season. Yeah. Right? May, so very much the tail end of last season. A youngster.
2: Yeah, Okay. yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, I've got that. Uh, you're giving it away. I've got that. Listen we need help There's no one got all the answers yet Let's see Gordon DL No i no. I've yeah. not got that, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no got that. <laughs> The other one uh, So anyway oh let's dear, see how we oh, the Let's see pip. how we get on Oh there we are producer Callum His attendance at your leaving do Hanging by a thread Marvin Bartley's Queen of the South Losing oh. 1-0 mm. to Dunfermline uh, Craig Whiten with the goal there He won't be there now will he? Nah Marvin doesn't take losing
4: easily. Well, I'll get home the motorbike tonight. No need for a taxi. <laughs> <laughs> what, what about half full? Half full. Yeah, I loved that one last week. Yeah. Go back
2: to Mark Wilson's point. Oh, about United. I, I say oh, I'm not sure minutes. they can afford to sack a manager, and you dispute that.
5: Yeah,
2: I mean Liam Fox's contract.
3: He's not on a five-year contract that United would have to pay the entirety of that up. The backroom team. Again I don't think it would
1: It would stretch the budget that far Especially if right now You're at break the emergency glass Whoever you're getting Albeit Motherwell didn't do this You're probably just looking for someone To come in To the end of the season And keep you up
3: Yeah yeah. So I, I think it's a simple thing Now Again I don't I don't want people to lose their job But The United fans must be looking At Motherwell And the reaction that they got You know An instant reaction Let's be honest United need an instant reaction Oh. They're obviously not not getting
4: anything today But next week they need something to happen And that might be a new man I'm with you Mark I think they can't afford to sack the manager And the reason being uh, uh, Mark highlighted mm. there I don't think you will bond the big, big money And secondly There's a big difference between money In the Premier League and the Championship And I think you've got to take that opportunity And take that chance The
1: father of producer Callum Says it's the most toxic atmosphere He's experienced in a long time He's at, he's at the game
4: Is he <laughs> in the game, is he? Daddy Lurch
1: Produced Callum <laughs> You might say oh,
4: Which size is he? I he's Marshall who's, um, up, who's up there? Penalty
1: claim for Aberdeen a few moments ago Miowski down in a heap Nothing doing And then Ramadani with a header Deflected wide um, So I think Aberdeen the, the most likely there Peter Headnell, Kelty Hearts 1, Lewis Martin With the goal there And another familiar name Now scoring goals down south Callum Hendry Son of Colin
2: Scoring for Salford this afternoon Well I think if Dundee United gets worse Then What do they do? Okay If I Take it as a 2-1 defeat You both believe that They could sack him But won't If it's a humiliation If it goes to a 4 or 5 What then? Yeah right uh, They've put themselves in a, a
3: difficult position By saying that the, the manager isn't going to lose his job, he's safe, and, that, quite happy, with how things at the club are, apart from the league, position, because you're right, if if this gets any worse, and, we're getting reports that, the atmosphere is toxic, Mm. at the minute, what we, 25 minutes in,
1: I think producer Callum's dad's coming on At this rate <laughs> Get him on the show, the show things ah. up. No on, I mean,
4: on the pitch. show. On the pitch <laughs> As a sub I hope he's better than his boy To,
1: sh- to shore things up
2: this, um, is a, this is a Ross County Who can't score goals Who at kick off time today Had 20 goals the whole season yeah. long They can't score goals Lowest in the league wasn't and it And they're two up inside 15 minutes Yeah it's not going well for Dundee
1: United So far Malky McKay will be happy And I have to Honestly a man true to form I forgot to tell you Fraser Wishart gave it 15 minutes Before he messaged to say That it's got nil-nil written give it. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's not great is it
3: Has mm. David Friel Gave the usual uh, message usual, uh, That yeah, for he that that was a, a scrappy start Scrappy start,
1: start. Yeah. Five minutes yeah got, I've got him every week for that I noticed Stephen Robinson this week Did he say that Top six A top six finish with St Mirren Would be his
2: Greatest had Managerial had achievement had, Having, having I, taken I, Motherwell <laughs> to two from, finals
4: not sure I'm, I'm not buying into that nonsense To be honest with you Surely taking Motherwell to Cup Finals and Unless he
1: just feels that Motherwell were, are a big deal And, and belong there And yeah. this taking plucky she, underdog St Mirren to the top six Is a, yeah, a better achievement nice. now
5: Maybe
3: I suppose he means with everything that's going on financially at, at the club And you only have to look at his bench today To see how many youngsters he's got on at But I'm um, the same as you guys Oh no wait, if you take Motherwell to the Cup Finals Then you're not going to get much bigger than that are you And some of the league positions where did they finish in the league with Motherwell
1: uh, third, third I think it was a third, third. place finish in there, ah, right? it's
3: nonsense
4: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well,
1: there we go that's what he said him up Mark tell. Is, you're at it mm. it's, his, it's up to him I guess <laughs> you
4: know what I mean? yeah it's uh, how he feels about it he knows inside the club and yeah, he does the say in terms of finances learned, yeah. and cuts and redundancies yeah, but yeah. I, I doubt Motherwell
1: were flush either were they at the, at the time so um, big goal down the road, if you're interested in that sort of thing. I mean, VAR is taking a look, but Leandro Trossard looks like he's put Arsenal one up at Leicester. He's, he's, a, he's been a, a good signing. A, good traitor. Good player. a traitor. A traitor. A tra-
3: <laughs> well, a traitor. What, what'd they get from him? 20 odd million? What's T- that in his contracts running out? Uh, TT.
2: TT, they call him in my grandson's house. Traitor Trossard. Uh,
1: what are the, who are the Seagulls playing this weekend? I can't remember Yeah, Some <laughs> fan you are I must admit I I'm not the season ticket holder I didn't care much to check myself either oh, It's supposed to be Newcastle But because of the because oh, right? final
2: ah, There we go There we go One way to go to lose a cup for I it, been, I?
1: Again I've told you I, I'll put a Scottish spin on absolutely anything There you are That trossard goal doesn't stand um, All this week been hoping that The fairy tale did you see it Former Motherwell goalie Mark Gillespie Oh no. It's now looking a bit less likely, I think. But Kumar, Nick Pope, didn't he? He got sent off last week. So he's suspended and Mm -hmm. he misses the cup final. And uh, Dubravka, the other goalkeeper, is cup tied. He's already played in the competition. So there's only two goalies left. And Mark Gillespie, former Motherwell goalie, hasn't played for Newcastle's first team for two years. Uh, and, and they were. The saying could have started the cup final. I think they're probably going to go with Carius, I think the former Liverpool keeper. He's not played for <laughs> Newcastle either, I don't think. He wasn't a good when he played every yeah. week. Uh, Never mind really... when
3: he's been sitting on the bench. But there we go, Mark
1: Gillespie. What a story that would have been. Um, nearly an exact copy of Kilmarnock's opening goal. Uh, nearly did it again, but saved this time by Liam Kelly.
2: Mm. Can you imagine that we're laughing at Troy? Sorry, Ross County hit the post. Oh my. Is that
4: the. This- same time they've hit the post, yeah. yeah. Brophy had it earlier, but he's shooting practice on Monday. Well,
2: as I say, if this goes three, four, then it only adds to the tension. I, I mean, I really do think they have the look of the team fated to go down. There's just nothing going right.
4: But it's incredible because we we stood in here for months upon months talking about how good a side that Ross County players, the squad that they've got. Dundee United. Dundee United, sorry I said Ross County. Uh, Dundee United. Because if you go through the squad, Mm. you you would argue that they've got some really decent players, but they just can't knit it together for Mm. some reason.
1: Yeah, very worrying start for Dundee United. Great start, Ross County. Good start, Kilmarnock as well. Goalless in our other two. Still no one on the podium, I don't think, on the teaser. It is tough, because you need Excellent Celtic and Rangers knowledge here. You know, one or the other won't do in this most divided of footballing
2: environments. With
4: we'll repeat case. the question,
2: Hugh. Yeah, name the last three players from Celtic and Rangers to score on their league debut. Six players in total: three for Celtic, three for Rangers. They all scored on their league debut. I mean, Craig D has got.
1: Two of the Rangers ones and two of the Celtic ones. Wow. That's I mean that's a brilliant effort, but still uh, just falling a bit short. Amin has got again two of the Celtic ones. The best I've seen Maxim here. Maxim's got all three Rangers,
2: uh-huh. but, non, but sure. none of the Celtic ones. <laughs> this is the
1: this is the difficulty with this question.
2: He's erased them from his mind. Are they all
1: fairly recently? Yes, absolutely. Right, okay. Tough though Tough, 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 tough. Are you t- talking about the Ackies, Gordon? Yep, yeah. Queen's Park have taken the lead At Hamilton, Jack Thompson On 30 minutes There for the Spiders Hamilton Ackies are on, on a Much better form than their league position would suggest How was the um, The Gordon DL derby last night You said you were going up Wraith, oh, Wraith against Ayr 0-0 nil, the, nil, the,
4: nil. the biggest cheer was when I come on the pitch <laughs> uh, From both sets of fans And Thank you very much. I really appreciate that. You know the job that I've done for both these. Um, why, why do, don't you ever get invited to an occasion like that? I'm not very well liked, Mark. Um, <laughs> to be quite honest, especially down in Somerset where I was very successful. Mm. Um, I didn't short get, memories. I, huh? I didn't even get, I was the only person out of everybody that ever played managed air that didn't get invited. To their uh, centenary night.
1: You've obviously upset someone, <laughs>
4: Well, you would probably think <laughs> that's that's what what I mean. Mean. <laughs> You know what I mean? A uh, very,
1: uh, my my <laughs> suspicion would be that there's a really good reason for it, and that it's probably not a, a, a can of worms we want to open on yeah. on and this show. The, and the next uh, couple of uh, weeks, like I'm going up story. to.
4: Apparently, I'm going up to, but I don't know if I'm going yet. To celebrate winning the championship with race race. I don't know many good, years good 30 years ago or something So well, I was of course, invited n- to next that next
1: year You've got your big Anniversary of the The League Cup final
4: How many years are <laughs> Oh 30 30 30 30 years 30, 30 years next man. Year, yeah. Don't ah. look So year. where
3: are, we, what are you Waking up to celebrate Winning when, when the championship the ch- Yeah
4: yeah, yeah. When's that Next week uh, uh, Two weeks Yeah
3: was it uh, just a get I'm together? A it, 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 you know what? It's just you look at the Dundee United legends on the pitch. You know, celebrating when league and you're going up to celebrate winning what? the championship. Look,
4: racist. You know, they're a good, they're a good <sighs> club. Good supporters. They love me. They want me there. They want to share the times. They want to hear the stories. <laughs> We've got a video up at the back about my goals We'll be there till probably That's midnight, um, one
1: o'clock Kilmarnock <laughs> look like they're going to add a second Armstrong in again, cutbacks to McKenzie But the shot is blocked there um, Honestly, this teaser is, is very tough Craig Graham is another one who's got all three Rangers ones But no Celtic,
4: come on <laughs> We're struggling big time here Can I can't remember the, we've got, the player? We've got one and player. one Is that it? The young that's player.
3: Not great. I know no. the game
1: is scored then. The Rangers Youngster. hmm What was the game? I don't mind you saying. Pinecastle. Mm-hmm. Away. In Gordon, uh, you thought it was Alex Lowry, but no. it's not. Is it him? Yes. Well,
4: is it? Let me see yes. his name.
1: Well, that's his first name, yeah.
4: Yeah.
1: I thought it was just- his <laughs> second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. We need some sort of Inquiry into what's happening at uh, Pataudry There's some sort of water break it's like three degrees <laughs> mm, <laughs> It's just an unofficial one I, Someone's I, I, down or something and they've all gone
2: over yeah, Did the yeah. uh, old Neil Warnock Take the Huddersfield job Yes yeah. Yeah, been, so been yeah. Three nothing down after half an hour Yeah, 74 Who needs that hassle at
4: 74 I years I of age It's just a passion The pension, did you see a passion? A passion I would say you find yourself
2: a, a warm studio, and a, I think a, a nice a coffee pension. machine. Mm. That's what you do. You don't go out in the cold. You stay, find yourself mm. a nice warm super scoreboard studio. Somebody to bring you a coffee.
1: Well see, speaking of supplies in the Clyde One Super Scrollboard Studio, I've been eating like a king yeah. for the last week, and actually think I've got you three. To thank. It serves you right, Karma. Because you remember last time I was here on a Saturday, I was feeling very smug. Mm. And I'd gone over to Roger's Butcher's in Clydebank Shopping Centre, got myself a nice meal, and I spilled it all over mm. the office carpet yes, before remember. I had even taken a bite. <laughs> and you all mocked me, and you all laughed, mm. and you took photos, and you brought it up on the show. Mm. Well, the mm. good people over there have sent me replacements, and I have been dining like a king for the uh. week. Lunch and dinner Replacements Yeah N- Mrs Duncan few. was out last night I am not Too clever in the kitchen Straight there, sorted Ready yeah. meals Straight yeah. in the micro Assorted
2: yeah. This yeah. is a grace I used to live beside Mr Rogers And climb back Get that. And you're sending it to people who, who live in the rural communities yeah, you your, your food
1: interest stretch As far as tins of cold beans And yes. chips and mayonnaise yeah. they, don't, yeah. they don't do that Me You have there. a microwave I, Yes I, I, yes. so I, I can imagine it. you This is true. When Mrs. Kevens goes away, the microwave is programmed if that's even the right <laughs> no. word so that all he has to do is press, press start, start. start. Yeah. Yeah. and that's genuinely true oh what about yeah. the
3: ones that you need to start halfway through and then
2: restart no, 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 again no 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 no, no. Shoot, doesn't shoot. take that chance doesn't no, take no. the just chance just fires
1: it in for 5 minutes and hopes yeah. for the best
2: yeah, I'll eat the other half cold
1: <laughs> roasting like the the pie in still game what is it <laughs> yeah. roasting, roasting on outside
2: and... uh, freezing cold in the middle exactly so there we was that, there was actually an instruction left on a piece of paper one time press start do Nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> He's not allowed to operate
1: heavy machinery or anything microwave. electrical.
2: Yeah.
1: So there we go. Um, I was at the Tony Macaroni last week, and genuinely, a guy just on the stairs just came up and said, "Does Hugh K even seriously have a Nokia? <laughs> <laughs> was it burning quite deadly serious?" This is what it's. Li- this is what life is like being me. Oh, people just want to talk to me about you three, as if you're mm-hmm. some sort of big deal. I Actually, one you know, I was in um, local park with my daughter yesterday. Lovely day. Everybody was there, weren't they? Yeah. We were out in the swings, and a guy came up and just said, "Tell the He's a rocket." <laughs> <laughs> but no, but genuinely, right? And then I was sort of, Haha, "Yeah, sure." No, but he is I'll pass a rocket. It it, I think he was just being serious. Like he, was, uh, it was delivered with can see his point. It Adrian. was delivered with just slightly too much aggression, and then he never said anything else. And that was it, and just just <laughs> <touched> <laughs> off. <laughs> so I think, it, I think, he, I think he was just being. Nasty in series. Ah oh,
4: cool. as, um, as long as one a thinks I'm an o- rocket, I'm oh, quite happy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, we've now got two people on the podium.
1: Let's see if we can complete it. Connor Purvis um I shouldn't, shouldn't really give away who's on it, should I well, I've given one of them away. Well done, Connor. But he just saw he sneaked in with some right answers. There's still
2: one space remaining um on that podium. Quick Hugh, give him one more reminder. OK, because it's the League Cup final And because you know who are playing in it Tomorrow Name the last three players from both Celtic and Rangers To score on their league debut Three Celtic names Three Rangers names Who are they? Honestly, I'm, I've given you as many clues as I
1: can the, the tough Rangers one Is A Youngster Who scored In a league game at the end of last season The hardest Celtic one Is currently on loan at another Scottish Premiership team. I should definitely give that yeah. one away. Come on, I'm trying my best here. I'm feeling very generous this afternoon. The pennies dropped oh, yeah, Mark Wilson. I can yeah. see him getting excited.
4: Well done. <laughs> Never I, got that. At least thing.
1: I think that's what right. it is. I got Never that. I got that. No. that yeah, so there we go. That's oh, so
2: a I don't even remember the goal.
1: No, me neither. Uh, yeah. yeah, I remember it. Yeah. Because it was one of many that day oh of course oh. yes yes yes
3: yes yes
2: <laughs> you we may as well just give out <laughs> the name
1: Calms just uh, <laughs> we've given his yes, shoe size, exactly. star sign eye colour mother's maiden name we're nearly there 1-0 to Kilmarnock 2-0 to Ross County goalless St Johnson St Mirren goalless Aberdeen Livy as well so will we get any more before the break still a bit of time I have to say there could be as much as 10 minutes left um,
2: a bit of a mystery Aberdeen I mean Miofsky and Duke you know, either on fire or damp squibs, and today's damp squib day. And look, Scottish football throws up weird
1: stories from time to time. Alan Burrows, I think, at Rugby Park today. I think yeah. on Motherwell duty, Motherwell jacket on, starts as Aberdeen CEO tomorrow.
3: Well, tomorrow one.
4: not Monday.
3: I'll be straight at it. he will be. Strange one. Should there be a
4: transfer window for chief execs? Because... That is a strange one, isn't it? You're standing there with your motherwell blazer on Saturday next mm. week, you'll have your Aberdeen. When, when did it they good, play motherwell? It'll
1: be good fun when he, um, when he hires Ian Holloway to be the new Aberdeen <laughs> manager.
4: Oh, imagine
1: that, eh? Or Grant McCann, um, having overlooked him. Um, yeah. Did he play motherwell shortly, Aberdeen? Um, you would think I would know that? I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they do. No, actually. No, not before the split. No. And um, depending what happens, then they won't meet after the split either. So, no, they're done for the season. I think that was part of it. I think he looked at the fixtures, man. I don't know. Ah, that's every, right, every chance he will. That's fine. The way Aberdeen's going at the minute. Uh, yeah, possibly. Possibly, possibly. Uh, great save Fraser Wishart's excited about a save that's when you know there's not a lot else (laughs) happening Trevor Carson diving to push a good Stevie May header over the bar so at least a bit of goal mouth action for him see if it's that will we just get him away at six Fraser so just make, wants to retire so Sometimes Fra- he can make Producer yeah. Callum's evening
4: yeah, I'm even sure, doing sure thing. Fraser will be there in plenty of time He'll The amount, never of, let the amount of boring games that Fraser goes to <laughs> you think of, he would just yeah. chuck it Listen, see the minute players come out for a warm up The first thing you look up Into the stand and you see Fraser And you actually, you're bored as well <laughs> Right It just goes hand in hand That's it He's had it all his life. He's just a boring, boring guy.
1: <laughs> good chat for the night. I must out. Admit, I'd rather be stuck with this him than you. Later, later tonight. Have, oh, you absolutely.
4: Had, have you ever sat next to him and listened
1: to his chat? Ma- great man of intellect. Oh, great life gee. experience. Oh my! That PFA God. Scotland gets him some places. Let me tell you. Oh, no, dear. I disagree with you. Oh! Great last ditch tackle from Devlin on McCrory after a burst through. So good tackle by the Livy skipper.
4: If you want to hear about Fraser Wishart's career, sit next to him. That's all I'll say. (laughs) Pot calling (laughs) the (laughs) black.
3: Wow. Oh, Fraser's <laughs> going to chin you tonight oh, after a glass dear, of red.
2: He's bald, man. Oh, no, he's no, going no, He's no, the he man that. who said to be better than Erling Haaland at Manchester City. So no, he I said think. the current City team would suit his style. Yeah, yeah, I, I, and, I,
4: and I stand by that statement. And a lot of people have backed Milton A few
1: that. surprise results brewing down the the leagues today. Morton nil, mm. Cove Rangers one. Bad week for Dougie Emery Comes oh, on, yeah. <laughs> loses <laughs> at beat the pundit live
2: on this show. How are Johnston Borough doing? since yeah, the Johnston Borough manager failed to beat me? Last right, night, so he did. Oh, well,
4: we getting all sorts of managers on now. Yeah. That'd be
2: brilliant if
4: one phoned in yeah, all the time. Off to
1: Cove Rangers, one Leighton Macintosh uh, with the goal. Well,
4: you could play I because, can see me next Thursday. Me and Poster Cogley going head to head. Yeah, that'd be brilliant. Cut Australian questions in there. You know, just to. <laughs> I still it.
3: think we've missed an opportunity in not sending you along to. When see, press conference.
1: Oh it could be tomorrow I did say that I said that th- Was it last night in fact It came yeah. up Tomorrow could be the day That we f- Mark Wilson oh. and I March you down the stairs After yeah. the game And see the post And say Do you recognise
4: this man <laughs> Well I, I don't know If he's recognised me He would certainly Know me the minute I introduced myself Especially the big bear hug You know what I mean Oh And the big slap in the back
1: Oh, but generally, there, there is real
4: scope for this tomorrow. Be
1: because listen, he'll do his press conference in the auditorium at Hamden. You get down there, sit in that front row,
4: and ask him a You're question. Down with, I
1: think Gabriel. You don't even need to ask. But the auditorium's massive. You could sit there's like the corner seat at the door <laughs> where he has to walk in. Because uh, you would never walk by a, an ex teammate. You'd
3: say, "Oh, how, how embrace are you doing? lovingly? Aye.
0: It's got to happen Yeah Yeah, And she would never
1: walk by Anyway Luckily for you We've got one of these To distract things
0: Goal flashes With Clyde built Home improvements
1: And it's Aberdeen Who take the lead And it's their main man In front of goal This season Miowski. It's a great finish On the volley Only about 6 yards out But still had to get it right And Aberdeen take the lead Presumably Into the break
2: Good time to score as the cliche goes Yeah, Miofsky finally comes alive Uh, It's good for Barry Robson We've been talking about Alan Burrows He's in there on Monday To begin the search for the new Aberdeen manager Barry Robson wants to keep on um, Showing that he's uh, able to take the club At least until the end of the season And buy everyone associated with (laughs) Patodri. Time to, to make sure that they do the right thing
1: Yep, cross into the box It just kind of felt to him But still a, a very good finish nevertheless And um, they'll be delighted with that
3: Look at Mioski this season He's sitting third in the, the top goal scorers in the league Then mm-hmm. you just have to look down a bit And you've got Duke in there as well mm-hmm. It's not hard to see where Aberdeen's problems are You know, goal scoring's okay
1: At the back though Horrendous Sandra says £10 pounds to cash for kids If you do ask Big Ange if he remembers the <laughs> dazzler I must admit though, I've got the fear But if, is it result dependent? Oh yeah, if very much so. Imagine <laughs> so, you know he's, he's <laughs> lost the cup final. and We prayed Gordon DL
4: in front of him. Uh, that would just cheer him up, wouldn't If you're a bit sad and then you see the your ex teammate, pal. we've yeah. got to make
6: it
3: happen. We will be delighted dri- sitting with his medal on press conference. you will be in a Look,
4: jovial mood. We shared a locker room. We're good friends. I remember speaking to him. Oh, so <laughs> it's a locker room now. Yeah, no, the, that's, room. that's what they called over and hear the yeah.
1: uh, the. Johnston Borough manager who you tucked away on Beat the Pundit last night has been in touch to say they won today so you're he didn't damage his confidence too much the same can't be said for um, Doogie Emory have I got the clip of Marvin I don't have it today I'll find it eventually Of what a disgrace he was Marvin Bartley
4: yeah it was a tight game very I thought Doogie would have come on with a great bit of knowledge he was hopeless
2: Dave that was the manager of Johnston Borough wasn't it Dave
1: yeah you're right I wouldn't say he was hopeless but he just what would they get that? one or something? Underwhelming some two? Yeah Is it a 3-2 I think for Marvin Something mm, like
3: see that See it's not easy Is it? We stand here and make it look easy But
1: Oh it's getting exciting now For Fraser Wishart. He's got a VAR check For a red card Oh oh, Where's, the, where's the noise? Dan Phillips Ah yeah why not Not used it recently VAR
0: review oh. With Clydebilt Home Improvements
1: he's at, the, he's at the monitor The referee He gave a yellow He's over at the monitor Do you know what I like about this? Of all our pundits it is clear the one who has the most disdain for VAR, and it's Fraser Wisher, and he's getting his own VAR drama. Um, and he's off. It's a tackle on Ryan Flynn. Dan Phillips sent off for St. Johnston, so the numerical advantage goes to the Paisley Saints. Flynn's limping heavily. Dan Phillips sent off for St. Johnston after a VAR check came this, this season as well. Phillips. Yeah,
2: he has. All this to look forward to tomorrow. Mick Walsh over to the monitor. To disallow mm. a goal Or give a red card Upgrade a yellow
1: Might be the right decision of yeah. course
2: Remember Worf, the one that's in Johnson Earlier in the season
3: That took an awful <laughs> long time
2: <laughs> To get
1: to get the call And it's much debated as well we right, will do the answers to the teaser uh, During the half time break But we've got the first whistle And it comes in the Highlands Roger Hanna
6: Ross County 2 and D United nil at the break as things stand. United 4 points adrift at the bottom of the Premiership table. A toxic atmosphere in the end, and more defensive disaster for Liam Fox's men. They started brightly but they lost a calamitous goal after 6 minutes. Just a hopeful ball up the left channel by Yandanda. 21 year old goalkeeper Jack Newman making his first team debut Looked to come out to deal with it. Centre halves Ryan Edwards and Charlie Grew were both on the scene but none dealt with it and Eamon Barofi showed alertness. He pinched the ball and scored with a really accurate finish from an acute angle in the left hand side for 1-0, moments later Brophy hit the post as United were rocking at the back, but the second goal was only delayed until the 14th minute, Brophy who's been absolutely terrific in his return to the first team, linked with Jordan White, they created an opening for Jan Danda in the box and he guided his shot beyond Newman into the far side, it could have been three when Alec Iacovite came up from the back for a corner, delivery beyond the far post, White headed it back into the 6 yard box, flashing up. It beat Newman but came back off the post Trickled along the line and was somehow smuggled away to safety. Really, all county in the first half. United, they were restricted to efforts from distance. Craig Sybil at the best of them was deflected but easily held by the Staggies goalkeeper, Ross Laidlaw. The away fans are targeting Mark Ogden, they're targeting Tony Asker, they're targeting the players. It is not a great atmosphere behind the goal. The players really need to step up in the second half. At the interval, Ross County 2 to D United 0.
1: What a first half scoreline that is Can you see it turning round Roger Hannah.
6: No, absolutely not. Dundee United, I cannot begin to tell you how poor they have been. Every time United uh, County come forward, they look as if they can score. Brophy is terrorising them. Jan Danda from a position wide on the left. Markie has changed his formation. He's gone 4 4 2. It's an old fashioned lineup. He's got Guay and Edwards on a debut on the right hand side. He's got Danda on the left. And he's got the Little and Large up front of Jordan White and Eamon Brophy. United cannot cope with the four of them. Brophy, especially, he has been outstanding. Two goals, two back off the woodwork. It could be much worse for United. And you cannot see any way they're getting back into this game, Gordon.
1: Getting a bit unsavory, I think, in the Dundee United end. Uh, At the moment, it's half-time at Rugby Park as well, Gabriel. Gabriel?
5: Yes, it is, Gordon. It's a deserved 1 0 lead for Kilmarnock here. Scott Robinson's 16th minute goal, the difference at the interval. We all know about Killy's strong home record, and they were right up for it from the start. Dan Armstrong impressing down the right hand side, firing a couple of balls across the box with no one getting on the end of them. He had an effort from distance that went past the post as well. It showed their confidence, though. Killy right up for it. The deadlock was broken after a corner was met by Joe Wright's head. Liam Kelly in the Motherwell goal managed to keep the ball out of his net, but it dropped in the sixth yard box it was bouncing about and Scott Robertson expertly turned the ball into the back of the net it was nearly repeated uh, 10 minutes later another in swinging corner from Armstrong headed powerfully at Kelly who just about kept it out and Armstrong has been a thorn in Motherwell's side all half he broke free on the right again A found Rory McKenzie this time who probably should have done better his shot was blocked before it managed to travel to the goal Motherwell had a little bit of pressure in stoppage time there a Christian dodge Kelly forward came off He's going to be uh, out for the second half. He's got a busted open nose. They're 10 men. A bit of pressure uh, from Motherwell, but they have not had a shot on target. Killie have been right up for this. They've got purpose to their play. McInnes will want more of the same from his men, but the visitors need to change something here or they will lose this game. And it's a big team talk for Stuart Kettlewell. Let's see what he delivers. Now he has a job permanently. Halftime at Rugby Park. Kilmarnock 1. Motherwell 0 and it's half-time
1: at Petodre. David Friel
8: half-time Gordon Aberdeen 1 Livingston nil for 44 minutes it wasn't a classic it wasn't much between the teams but Bojan Majofsky's 17th goal of the season has put Aberdeen ahead that was actually first shot on target in the game and it gives Aberdeen a massive lift in the second half they're up to 6 and things stand and Barry Robson looking to finish a job in that second 45 Lily probably started better Nicky Devlin's long throws are causing problems Bruce Anderson had a volley block Stephen Kelly fired over the bar but there wasn't too much to trouble Aberdeen goalkeeper Jay Gorter. Aberdeen. Took took but it did start to create openings Duke was really lively he almost got an end of a cross Majofsky went down penalty claim was turned away by David Nero he did go down very very easily Ramadani had a header deflected wide Nicky Devlin then made a great last stitch block on Ross McCrory's shot but Aberdeen kept going and Majofsky pounced in 44 minutes after Matty Pollock headed on across from the right his finish was emphatic and it gives Barry Robson's men the upper hand at the break half time Aberdeen 1 Livingston 0
1: uh, before we get the full roundup of the half time scores, let's announce the winners of the first half teaser, Hugh Evans..
0: The first half teaser. With the Scottish slash football. For the best football news and opinion online.
2: We asked you to name the last three players from Celtic and Rangers to score on their league debut, Celtic. Moritz Jens Dizen Meda and Liam Scales Rangers Amad Diallo Jermaine Defoe, and Cole McKinnon
1: Good effort, well done if you got them right. Maxim Sigalko in third place, Connor Purvis second, Lundstrom Loyal, the winner, Fraser Wishart. I missed his half time message to say that the whistle had gone. Fraser, uh, you got late drama towards the end of the half.
7: Did get a bit of drama towards the end. I thought you'd forgotten about me, Gordon, because Never. this first half pretty pretty forgettable as well. Uh, you see Dan Phillips red carded just before the break. So St. Johnson left ten men for the second half, but really nothing between the teams, nothing much happening at either end as they cancelled each other the game actually started pretty promisingly 25 seconds gone, Nicky Clark a really good left foot shot from 20 yards just about a foot or two wide, but then after that it was really the only bright spot and not much quality in the ball, coming out first probably the only player able to put his foot in the ball and pass the ball around, logged in from both sides, not happening and then it's just a fight in the midfield for the second ball Stephen obviously becoming animated inside the pitch and Johnson the better part of the early parts of the game then St Mirren had a spell of pressure O'Hara, a weak header Kilty blazing over that was all they had to show but then towards the latter stages of the half it did live. up a low his Main cross hit Liam Gordon and was kicked away by Remy Matthews Ryan Strain missed his cross but almost sneaked in at the far post Matthews backpedalling did well to touch over then a first save of any note by the either keeper, 37 minutes, Montgomery did really well on the left hand side, got to the byline deep cross, met by the forehead of Stevie May, but good save by Carson Diving to push the ball over the bar, Tony Vett what then cutting from the left hand side, see him do it so often, cut a 20 yard shot, a couple of feet wide of the left hand post, and then that incident that I was talking about, it was a bad tackle by Phillips, I'm not sure it was a red card, maybe one of these ones, it was perhaps a yellow, perhaps a red but he caught Ryan Flynn, it was a sore one for the Saints midfield player, ref Craig Napier in a really good position, gave a yellow card but Grant Irvin And the Varvan Said no Go to the screen And Craig Napier Changed the decision And showed the Saints Midfield player The red card Not a classic Plenty of endeavour But little of Guile in the last third There might just be one goal That settles it Especially for St Myrna Now we're going to have to Step up and do more On the ball With the extra man Half time at McDermott Parks And Johnson 0 St Myrna 0
1: We will do a full round up Of the half time scores next
0: The winning team All season long This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Half-time in the Scottish Premiership Aberdeen 1 Livingston 0 Kilmarnock 1 Motherwell 0 Ross County 2 Dundee United 0 And St Johnston 0 St Mirren 0 In the Championship Arbroath 0 Partick Thistle 0 Dundee 1 Inverness 0 Hamilton Ackies 0 Queen's Park 1 Martin 0 Cove Rangers 1 Into League 1 It's Airdrie 1 Falkirk 1 Allowa nil, Montrose 0 FC Edinburgh 1 Clyde 0 Peterhead one, Kelty Hearts one, and Queen of the South nil, Dumfermlin Athletic one, in League two Albion Rovers nil, Annan Athletic Nil, Bonnie Rig Rose Nil, Stenhouse Muir Nil, Dumbarton one, Elgin one, Forfar Nil, Stirling Albion Nil, and Stranraer one, East Fife nil, and finally the English Premier League, every single game is goalless. So we'll be back for the second half next.